Welcome everybody to another episode of Gorilla Gospel. Well, we got some things out in the open when it comes to my way of life. And when it comes to my way of life, it's everybody's life when it comes to this this wicked this wicked ass world we live in, man. Now, when it's exposed to the naked eye, you know what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying. The blind eye, bro. I mean, when this when it becomes revealed of what actual world you're living in. I mean, because the world that I was living in, it was, you know what I'm saying, secluded. You know, to where everybody knew how to get along and what not to do and everything and there was a lot of things that you did you don't call the police for a lot of things you get took care of on your own especially in some in some manners of you know what I'm saying uh, totally evil you know what I'm saying I, I come from a world, I come from a world with morals. I mean, despite the fact that we we tend to uh, fight against each other, whatever you might call it, it's the confusion of it all, of, of the matter that puts that in perspective. That's overlooked when it comes to the fact that we are all decent people when it comes to the hood. When it comes to the hood, Hey, bro, who can get along with rats and roaches? Like if they pets. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Who can who can definitely like still be a decent person living in those conditions? You got a lot of people that's caught up in their mental that makes the hood a little bit more, you know what I'm saying, grossed out. Yeah, that's people that's caught up in their mental. You know what I'm saying? That's seriously gone. Never had got the right medication, never had got the right diagnosis, never got the right treatment, period. But we still look out for them people too. And we make sure that we punish them if they get a little bit out of pocket. We understand their mind concept and we know exactly how to put them in place. And we know how much force to use. It's all good. And when it comes to a lot of people who who has their right mind and know better, hey, bruh, you're going to get dealt with. That's the bottom line about it. Because you know better, man. You heard me? And I've witnessed a lot of things growing up on that matter of what decency is and what, you know what I'm saying, indecency is and I'm like you know what I'm saying after after seeing what I'm seeing and everything I get the whole lowdown of why it happened and I could just all I could do is just shrug my shoulders up and down like oh well you know what's next you know but I bet they learned 
and, 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 and the hood and the hood would still allow that person to walk around and everything. The hood would still allow him to walk around, but guess what? He knew his he knew what not to do. He knew what not to do again. They knew. I think it's about five or six times I ran across uh, taking justice into your own hands and disciplining the neighborhood uh, whack. We all have them. But then when it came to the naked eye, the whole serious, most serious part of the Bible, say, bro, when you outnumbered in community, in, 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 you know, like if, you know, if you go and journey into a community that you don't know of, it's like that movie I'm telling you, taking the wrong turn. It's a movie called Wrong Turn. Man, say, bro, when you outnumbered, boy, look here. And you know what type of person you are, man. You know what you've been through. You know, you know what I'm saying. How you get down and everything. But I mean, not, not, there's not nobody in this world is harder than the next man. Not to me. You know what I'm saying? Not to me. Ain't nobody harder than the next man. But it's all right. I'm in this hall, I'm in this little this little town, bro, and I'm telling you right now, man, I don't know how I'm standing here. Alarm, uh, you know what I'm saying? I know, but given what all my feet went through, said, bro, <laughs> boy, as I count, as I count up all the times that was scheduled for me by these people and how just just by taking my foot and turning it like a slight 45 degree got me to stand here today. And I'm talking about, man, we're talking about at least 22 to 27 times that I'm I'm just happy go lucky like a like a little kid, and God like yank he yanked me to the side like this here man before you knew it. I just I was one step away from that. Now there's a lot of times that I ended up uh, being rejuvenated by the paramedics. A lot of times somebody slipped me them, uh, them high shots when I was going through my my uh, my sobriety and everything, you know. Depression is a bad boy, man, when it comes to it. Depression is really, really bad. I wouldn't wish depression on my worst enemy. I wouldn't wish work miscomp on my worst enemy. But... Uh, I think about seven times uh, somebody gave me some high shots. Seven times, dog. And I pulled out of all of them. It was one of them that I almost didn't pull out. And like, 
they said that uh, ammonia was setting on my lungs. That's a sign of death. That means you were dead for a while. He said the ammonia was uh, starting to grow into my lungs and everything. And I'm like, that means, so that means I was dead? And he's like, yeah, you were dead, boy. I'm like, oh, shit. Am I going to come back and start eating people and shit? <laughs> I guess so, because I'm on this gospel tip, dog. I'm eating the hell out of these demons. I barbecue these demons like, you heard me? On a regular. And they, they can't stand it, dog. Hey, it ain't my fault, bruh. Everything was cool when I was into my fate as a little puppy, you know? Eyes blind and everything, couldn't see things. It was until you wanted to take and do so evil and wicked to me and my family like you did, dog. And, you know, I could have been bitter and been like, man, I ain't, man, I'm not worshiping God, man. Look at his people, man. Them not his people, dog. God don't do that type of stuff. And that's what he was telling me. He said, see, that's why I told you I ain't want you to join no church. He's like, that's why I told you I ain't want you to go to school, neither. Man, these people, you see what these people doing? Now, keep reading the Bible, and I come, to, I come to realize that this has been a practice since way before Jesus, dude. And they know exactly how to set these traps, dog. They know how to make a brother kill a brother without even much, no, no, ain't nothing really conflict about me and this man. But you, you made a conflict between us. They know how to make a dog eat a dog. It's easy. All you got to do is have some uh, sandwiches, some chips, and and cookies and stuff, bro. Little toys, you know. Christmas time, you know, that type of stuff. And you can make a brother eat a brother. You can make a dog eat a dog. For real, for real. They ain't never got to do the dirty work like they used to back then. Down, deep down in the south. Nah, oh, man. Just make them make the, the dog eat the dog. Shit. Starve them a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Career-wise or opportunity-wise. Then before you know it, Throw him a bone. Put a little meat on it. I bet you in the money. Boy, I tell, boy, I tell. All up in your motherfucking hands up in here. It's all good, you know? Because being misled by the people in the church leads us to being savages amongst each other. Because we really don't have no understandings about God and how to truly follow Jesus. Uh, you give your life to God, number one. You follow Jesus on how to do his work. You don't give your life to Jesus, man. Because, you know what I'm saying, Jesus wasn't the one who gave you life. God was. That was his son that he gave, all right, as a sacrifice, the last sacrifice. By, by, by praying in his name is, is where you're sacrificing a lamb. It's the ultimate sacrifice. That's why you pray in the name of Jesus. But you don't, you, don't, you don't actually come in the name of Jesus. You come in the name of God and you preach the gospel and, and demonstrate how Jesus... Uh, uh, you know what I'm saying did his father's commandments and everything the things he said the things he done 
not necessarily that that Jesus has the power to save you and all that type of stuff. God has the power to save you. In Jesus' name is where you are forgiven. That's power in his name, in his blood, for forgiveness as a sacrifice. Like they used, they used to sacrifice the goats and the lambs and stuff like that for their sins and everything. But Jesus' name carries that same sacrifice. That's the power he has. But he has no power to give you to what? Raise the dead, walk on water? No. God gave him that power. God gave Moses that power and everybody else that power. God gives you this power to walk on water and split the sea and all that stuff. Now, spiritually, that can never happen again. Because Jesus said before he left that this will never happen again. Now that, now that I'm shedding my blood, the only, the, the only thing that's next is your destruction in this in this life. There's no more coming to convince you to, to follow him or whatever. His word will never die. He said heaven and earth can perish, but his word will never die. And isn't heaven and earth is perishing right now? The air is all polluted. That's heaven. And the earth is all dysfunction. Everything is breaking apart and everything. The, if the air ain't polluted, why we gotta walk around with masks on? If the land wasn't all disrupted, why is the glaciers melting? Why is these storms in various places? And just the people in general, because we come from the land. Being outnumbered will never get the word, the, the world to come together with the word of God. Because when you got majority of people who then made it with, you know what I'm saying, royalties and all that stuff, royalties, uh, shouts out to the royals though. I really would like to say congratulations on y'all's journey when it comes to uh, stepping outside of the box, that is bravery, dude. And and it it's 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 it says in the Bible, man shall cleanse to his wife and leave his mother and everything. And this man took a walk of faith. I salute uh, Prince Harry uh, and the Duchess. I really do. They them are some very powerful people right now. Uh, I, a lot of people need to take heed of what's, what's happening right now. This is a turning point of tradition that's gonna most likely do something very uh, different in the world. You know what I'm saying? We have to keep it based on spiritual though. We can't base it on uh, all entertainment. Because, I mean, everybody could show up and do something good, true. And everybody could clap and be happy and everything, true. But sometimes you got to make people mad. That's when you're doing something spiritual. When you're doing something spiritual, people get mad at that. See, everybody get happy when you give them stuff. You say the right words and all that. You know? So, I mean, 
you can't, you, you, the numbers gotta come up. The numbers gotta shoot up when it comes to the world, changing the world. You know, it takes the world to change the world. Now, the only destroyer, the only creator and destroyer of this world is God. And when man think that he got his finger on a button, God, God will definitely come back and show you, hey bro, you don't take a button to destroy the world. All it takes is for one of those little four-legged creatures that y'all got in them cages, and it will flatline a whole continent. If you want to play God, if you want you want to destroy the world, well, I'm gonna show you how to destroy the world. And I mean, say, bro, I mean, phenomenally, you wouldn't expect that God did this. No, God wouldn't do this, and. God didn't say he did this and man I don't believe in God and <laughs> man look here let me explain something to you when it when it comes when it comes to uh being uh exposed to something that's not man made that's God don't give a Boy, about the, boy, you lucky. <laughs> it all kept is not by, you know what I'm saying, God coming down in the pillar of a cloud and saying, I'm going to make it to where nobody could breathe. To where actually nobody could breathe. Because, I mean, come on, right? Out of all the things we could go without in this world for a long time, water, food, all that stuff, try to go without air for just two minutes. I bet you you start kicking and everything. Your heart start beating this is heaven, bro. That right there is life. Why do you want to do things to kill it? So you don't you you don't care about the air being polluted, huh? Okay, fine. Oh, you don't care about the water being polluted either. All right, fine. Yeah. Okay. Oh, you don't like me, huh? All right, fine. All right. All right. I ain't do none of this, really, right? All right. I ain't do none of this though, right? But you hate me though, right? You hate me from trying to tell you don't do things, right? All right, fine. All right, cool. <clears throat> I was in this town, bro, and I seen how everything got down. I couldn't believe it. Everybody that I told didn't do anything because they were part of this town and they had a ritual, whatever. It was hard to get out of this town because I had my kids, I didn't want to let them go. I got my ass whipped, got beat, got poisoned. Cause they won't let me get no job, so I still can't get none. I can't even get the right Legal defense. Who in the world comes out in the open and explain this type of stuff to people, bro, and does nothing happen? I don't know. Put your trust in God, never in man, and you ain't got to worry about nobody being there for you. Because God will always be there. So that's Gorilla Gospel. May the angels say amen. Let the world say world. Well.